Nation, welcome to an emergency edition of the Phillies Nation podcast number 36. I'm Tim Malcolm, the host of the podcast, also the editorial director of philliesnation.com. philliesnation.com, where you go for all of your Phillies news, rumors, information, opinion, and much more. Twitter at philliesnation, Instagram at philliesnation underscore. Emergency, emergency, emergency. Today, this morning, we, we saw a tweet from Bob Nightingale of USA Today who said that a decision on Jake Arrieta's future will come in the next few days at most, and the Phillies were a leader for signing Arietta. I was a little dubious because we had seen Nightingale reports before that were a little dubious, and I didn't want to go 100% on that and just lean on it and say this was definitely going to happen. But then I logged on to Twitter literally, it was, must have been around 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 4.30 or something like that, and I, and I literally logged on to Twitter, and the first tweet that came up in live time was from Jim Salisbury. Phillies have an agreement in place with Jake Arrieta on a free agent contract. And since that has happened, we have more details, and it is real. It is true. Jake Arrieta is coming to the Phillies. He is signed on for a three-year guaranteed contract worth $75 million for those three years. It breaks down as such, $30 million in 2018, $25 million in 19, $20 million in 2020. The deal can become a five-year deal, and here's how. Arietta can opt out of the contract after two years, and the opt-out is typical for a player who says, you know, I want to get more on the free agent market, I think I'm worth more, and I think I would rather be in a different spot. So there is an opportunity for Arietta to opt out after the second year. The Phillies, however, can come back and say, you know what, forget your opt-out, we're gonna avoid that, and we're going to extend you for two more years after the end of the contract. So the three-year deal then becomes a five-year deal, and those two years are each worth at least $20 million, it might be more than that, I, the reports are a little shady about that, but at most he could earn $30 million per season. Overall, the deal could be worth five years and $135 million. The most likely scenario is it's a three-year deal worth $75 million. The five-year deal could happen if there is a Phillies void of the opt-out and an extension will activate at that point. So in essence, Arietta has the opportunity to say, I'm done with this deal. The Phillies have the opportunity to say, we want you more because we think you're worth it for five years. But both sides, at the end of the day, can look at this deal and say, three years is appropriate. So when you look at how this deal impacts itself, Jake Arietta should be on the Phillies for three years. It could be two. It could be five. But if it's five, it's because the Phillies believe that he's worth five. If it's two, it's because the Phillies and Arietta both decide that, you know what, two years is worth it. But at its core, we're looking at a three-year deal worth $75 million. Jake Arietta is on the Philadelphia Phillies. Jake Arietta, free agent pitcher, who was on the Chicago Cubs last year, is on the Philadelphia Phillies. Jake Arietta, who is... 32 years old, just turned 32 earlier this month. Last year had a 14 and 10 record with an ERA of 353. 
He had a FIP of over four, 8.71 strikeouts per nine, 2.94 walks per nine, 1.23 home runs per nine, ground ball percentage 45.1%. He had an off year last year. Everybody is pretty much uh, in agreement on that, that he was not great last year. This is also a pitcher, however, who in 2015 with the Cubs went an incredible 22-6. and six. And that season, he put up an ERA of 177. 9.28 strikeouts per nine, 1.89 walks per nine. This is a guy who does have the ability of being the best pitcher in baseball. Now, he's probably not that guy anymore. Clayton Kershaw is the best pitcher in baseball. We know that for sure. There are other pitchers who are right in that level. Chris Sale is one of those guys. Um, Corey Kluber is in that group. And then you have Max Scherzer with the Nationals. You have a second tier after that, including pitchers like Steven Strasburg, Justin Verlander, goes down from there. Aaron Nola is probably in that group, maybe one below that. Then comes Arietta. He might not be the guy who has the 1.5 ERA, but he's someone who can give you good innings, potentially an ERA under four, good strikeout numbers. He doesn't walk too many batters. The home run rates went up last year, but you got to imagine that that might have been an outlier, and you're hoping that what his performance was last year was an outlier. I'm a little skeptical. I think he could be a regressive pitcher who next year is maybe more of a ERA at four kind of guy who his strikeout per nine is around 8.0 and has a, you know, closer to three walk per nine. And this, that's a number three or four starter really still not bad, but it then makes it more obvious that after two or three years, this deal could be done and we're moving on. But right now, as it stands for 2018, the Phillies don't have many pitchers like Arietta. They have Nola, and that's it. Vince Velasquez is a question mark. Jared Eichhoff is a question mark. Nick Pavetta is a question mark. Beyond that, you have Jake Thompson. You have Ben Lively. You have uh, Tom Eshelman down in AAA. You have Zach Eflin. Guys who have not shown enough in the major leagues or the minor leagues or whatever to be considered part of this rotation going forward. So the Phillies are looking at at least bringing someone who's going to solidify this rotation you have Nola, you have Arietta. For the first time since 2014 when Cliff Lee and Cole Hamels were the one and two, you have a suitable one and two in this Phillies rotation. So that's a huge deal. It makes the Phillies a better team right now. Arietta certainly projected to be better than Vince Velasquez or Jared Eikhoff or Nick Pavetta. He might not be as good as, Nick, as Aaron Nola, but he's going to be around that level. And that is exactly what you want. And for three years, look, that's a great deal. If the Phillies gave him five guaranteed, that would have been terrible. If they gave him four guaranteed, I probably wouldn't have liked that either. But three guaranteed is exactly what I'm looking for. A guy who you're going to get for right now, maybe it'll maybe the Phillies will surprise people and become an 85-88 win team. And then two, three years down the line when the Phillies are ready to really contend, Jake Arrieta is in the back end of the rotation doing his thing. While you have Aaron Nola at the top, maybe you bring in someone in the trade deadline or someone over a trade in the offseason to be part of that group. Then you have a Sixto Sanchez in the beginning of his career, and maybe one of Velasquez, Pavetta, or Eikhoff is that good to be part of the rotation going forward. That's what happens. 
you don't want Arietta for five years. He will hamstring your rotation. He will be a a someone that you. It's going to block somebody else from being part of this rotation. It's going to be uh, uh, too much money to pay. You know, down the line, you don't want that kind of contract hanging on you. If Arietta is great for the first two years of his contract and decides I want to opt out, then I, if I'm the Phillies, yeah, I entertain the idea of him getting five years total. But the chances of that happening are slim, I think. So at the very least, you have three years. You have a guy who should be productive in year one, decent in year two, and passable in year three at the very worst. And that's someone who can help you win a lot of games even into the future. It's a good deal. There are things to be worried about with Arietta, obviously. Like I said, his ERA wasn't that great. His velocity has gone down. Last year, it was 92.6 on his fastball. The year before that, it was 94.3. Arietta was typically a guy who threw 94.95 with the fastball. Now it's 92.6. Again, 17 feels like an outlier. A lot of numbers went down completely. So we'll see what happens in 18. If they continue to go down, that's something to worry about. But again, three years at... $25 million per year for a team that has a lot of money in its payroll still to go. They can give a lot of money. They have a lot of money in the budget and not as much in their payroll, I should say. They can give money to Harper next year. They can give money to other guys next year. They don't have, is not going to hold them down and lock them down. If it's a five-year deal, yeah, it'll lock them down. But two, three years, no, it won't. So you're betting on him to improve that velocity a little bit, to improve that ground ball rate a little bit, to be the pitcher that you know, he's not going to be the guy in 2015 who threw a 1.5 ERA, but if he could be someone who gets to like a 3.3 ERA or 3.5 ERA and be the number two behind Nola, that's amazing. That's exactly what you want. And if he could be that guy next year, maybe slightly worse in 2019 and slightly worse again in 2020, that's still enough. That is going to pay you that contract. And yeah, maybe the Phillies are overpaying slightly for this deal, but this was a team that won 66 games last year. They need to overpay for these deals sometimes. So I look at this deal. I went into this whole offseason saying, I want a free agent pitcher and I want a trade. I want a guy in a trade. I want, a, I want, a, I want an Archer. I want a Stroman. I want a Garrett Cole. One of those guys plus a free agent pitcher. Like I really wanted Alex Cobb with the Rays. And then I looked down the list and said, you know, Vargas is interesting. Jaime Garcia is interesting. I wanted one of those guys potentially. That didn't happen. Arietta, I thought, you know what? The Phillies aren't ready for a guy of his caliber. Even though the numbers last year weren't as good, he's still a really good pitcher and he's going to command a lot of money. I felt the Phillies should not give five years, six years to a guy like Arietta. It should not happen. If they can get someone for three years, that's a different story. But five years is way too much. So I thought going into this offseason, Jaime Garcia for two years. Do it. Trade for Chris Archer. Do it. Now you have a team that you're projecting for 2019 to be better, 2020-21 to be better but flexible because you have Archer and then no other big free agent contract, right? Arietta is only going to be on the books for 2020 at the most unless he's really good and the Phillies decide to void that opt-out. And then, okay, then you have a great pitch of 2022. It doesn't hamstring them. It's the right deal. Three years for Arietta is fantastic. I never thought they would be able to get three years for Arietta this offseason. I didn't think so. We No one thought this. I mean, Darvish got six years even though he was held out for a long time. And finally, the Cubs gave him six years. The fact that Arietta got three guaranteed, that's amazing. It's really, really good. 
And you got to applaud Matt Klentak and company for waiting it out. And yeah, they are betting on Arietta to improve himself a little bit from last year's tough year. But even with his tough year last year, Arietta was a, at the worst, mid-rotation starter. And look, the Phillies need those guys. They just need starters. So applaud Matt Klentak and the front office for waiting and being patient and seizing the moment when they had the opportunity. They're going to overpay a little bit for these guys, but they're in a position where they can. And it's not going to hurt them down the line. They can go into next offseason and and go big for Bryce Harper or Manny Machado or one of the other big free agents. They could go big for Clayton Kershaw next offseason if he opts out, if he if he uh, decides to leave the Dodgers because he has an opportunity to leave the Dodgers after this after this year. So, Klintech did a great job of seeing the situation, reading the room and the rest of the league, and seeing that nobody was interested in Arietta on a long term. Well, he was able to get Arietta on a short term with the opportunity for a long-term that still benefits the Phillies because they have the final say in it. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. And as far as this team for 2018 is concerned, projections for the Phillies had them around 76-77 wins. Last year, the Phillies won 66. Their Pythagorean record, which takes into account runs scored against runs allowed, it was around 72-73 to wins, really. So they underperformed that projection by about six runs or six wins. So if the Phillies are a 72-73 win team last year, you add Carlos Santana to the mix, you add a couple of relief pitchers to the mix, players get better, more experience. You're looking at like a 76-77 win team. You add Arietta to that and you could see potentially a 500 team here. I'm not saying they're 500. I'm saying they're probably somewhere around 79-80 wins. Um, but they could do it. They could be 500. And and who knows, if, if they get some luck on their side and some of these young guys play a little above their heads, this is an 85-win team. And if they're showing to be that kind of team on July 1st and they're in the mix for a wild card, trade deadline becomes a thing. Now you're talking about getting another pitcher at the trade deadline. Chris Archer, Marcus Stroman, Danny Duffy, Teams that are willing to sell at the deadline are going to be teams that the Phillies are going to be interested in talking to. And then you look at the offense. There could be guys who, who you know, outfielders or third baseman who might be interested, who might be interesting for the Phillies at the deadline. They might make a move. And that's the move that can take that team from 85 wins to 88 wins, 87 wins. Suddenly you are a wild card contender. You're right in the mix and you are going to be battling up until the very last day of the season. And as a Phillies fan, that's more than what you want. We figured this year we'd have an exciting team that was going to be not as good, somewhere around 76 wins, hope for the future. We see things happening. It's going to look fine. Now we have Jake Arrieta. Now we have a real number two starter. This team could potentially surprise some people. 81 wins is very much in the cards. 83, 84, 85 wins can happen. It's a large margin because you don't know what's going to happen with young players. There's injuries in baseball seasons. You have to look at other teams and how they fare and how that compares with what you're doing. You know, 
the Phillies are projected to win 76, but those projections don't take into account how terrible the Marlins are going to be. And that the Braves are still very much, I think, rebuilding in their own way. That the Mets are always half injured. And that the rest of the National League isn't necessarily inspiring. The Brewers look decent, but are they really an 85-88 to win team? I'm not sure. The Cardinals look good. The Pirates, they don't look good. The Padres look pretty bad, even with the Hosmer signing. The Giants are betting on a bunch of guys who are over the age of 30. There's room for the Phillies to be part of this conversation. And there's room for them to be more of an 85-win team. But right now, 80-81 seems possible. And if they get that, then you're talking about some other things down the line. And you're talking about trade deadline, and you're talking about being the contending team by September. But this deal certainly gives you as a Phillies fan, me as a Phillies fan, much more excitement heading into the season. Plus, the rotation is set. Ben Lively, Zach Eflin, Jake Thompson, these guys are necessarily not part of this rotation now. Now the Phillies are going into 2018 with Nola, Arietta, Velasquez, Eikhoff, Pavetta. Not the best rotation, but it's workable. And you hope one of those three guys at the back takes a step up. And now you have three guys to rely on in the 19. And then you add another pitcher to that mix. Or maybe Sixto Sanchez is ready at some point. Or maybe Ranger Suarez or Jojo Romero is ready. And suddenly you see things happening. The Jake Arrieta move means the Phillies have given themselves more opportunity to be good now and to be good two and three years down the line. It doesn't hamstring them for four or five years down the line unless they want it to. And that only, I think, applies if he's going to be amazing. I don't expect him to be the Arietta of old. I expect him to be relatively good, which means a three-year deal that gives him an opportunity to be in the playoffs within three years. And I think that's very possible. And then after that, there's optionality, right? The Phillies can have any of their prospects make that rotation. The Phillies can trade for somebody. They can sign guys. They're not hamstrung. This is a really good deal. I am totally on board with it. I I, uh, I believed in Matt Klintak since the beginning, since his, his tenure started. I thought he was the right guy to take this ship into that next phase where we're patiently making the right moves to build this team to the future. It's been hard. We've we've seen guys, you know, on this team still who are not good. I mean, last 2016's team had Peter Burgess. It had Jimmy Paredes. It had Cedric Hunter. It had guys that we will never think about again on this team. And we don't want to think about. 2017 had a mix of guys who we didn't want to see again and guys who we hope will be part of this for the future, but we don't know. But Matt Klintak in the front office has done a nice job of being patient and seeing what these young guys can do while at the same time taking advantage of opportunities. You can say they overpaid for Carlos Santana, but what I say is that they got three years of Carlos Santana. That's nothing. They could have gotten, they could have given him five years and that would have been terrible. Three years is perfect. You could say that they overpaid for Arietta here. Look, if a team like the Dodgers or a team like the Nationals wanted to give Arietta 
even two years and 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 fifteen million a year, and he took it. I mean, he would have gone to that team because they are contending now. The Phillies probably had to overpay a little bit. That's fine. They have the money to do it. They can do it. Let them do it right now. They're not going out and buying every free agent. They're buying the ones that they think can work for them. I love this deal. You know, five years, I I, I, I never like to commit to a pitcher for more than three years. So we'll see what happens with that. I really don't think that it'll get to that because I, I just don't see Arietta being a great pitcher through three years of this deal. But the Phillies gave themselves an opportunity with this contract to make Arietta happy, sure, with the five years, but also give themselves an option to say, you know what? We're good with this. We're going to move on. It's a good deal. I'm very happy with it. And I don't think I have anything more to say. I mean, I've I've kind of talked circles now, and and it's it's a really great day because as a Phillies fan, you're thinking, wow, this is a team that can actually challenge for 500 and maybe more, because the division is terrible. They could take advantage of a of a bad Marlins team, of a pretty bad Braves team, and of a Mets team that I'm not convinced is going to be very good. They can really be a player. They can make some noise in the wild card race. They could be fun and interesting, and by the trade deadline, they can make a big move, and you could see a really fun month and a half to, to, to finish off the year. So we'll see what happens. But right now, as it stands, Jake Arrieta, three years, $75 million. Fourth and fifth years can be activated if the Phillies void an opt-out that Arietta would put down after two years. Moving parts, but it's the right move. I think it makes sense. And the Phillies have a top-line starter to go with Aaron Nola. Get ready. 2018 is going to be fun. It's going to be a good season. I feel good about it. I hope you do too. We will check in next time on the Phillies Nation podcast. I'll come back next week with a full podcast. We'll talk more about Arietta plus a lot more. I am Tim Malcolm. See you soon.